What's up guys? We back for another episode of Enter the Muse and today I got my man KG. He is an actor, a rapper, a DJ, a model, a player, a paparazzi. Every time I see him he always has his phone he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we just, I was just trying to do the most, man. Um, honestly, uh, it just came to me. So uh, it's it's always been me trying to get out there. So yeah. whether it is, I know it's you know I'm more of a <laughs> type of out out there going. Yeah, you're definitely an extrovert. I have to get that thing out there, like for the phones, for the fans, for the what what. Yeah. Oh, the fans that I hopefully have. Hopefully yeah. Fans. I have future fans. fans. The future ones. Yeah. The ones in the future. So that's always been me. I'm always trying to showcase what I'm doing. Hopefully people find that entertaining. Hopefully people find that interesting. And that's why my phone is always up, man. Yeah. I feel like I should include people in my life doing that. So it's, it's, it's what I do. Man, like every time I see you, like on your, on your, on your Instagram or on what's up yeah every morning you like the rock bro just posting <laughs> jump pics all the time oh. this man's always at the gym bro. Nah, bro, it, that's true i think um that stemmed from like honestly uh a low point in my life I, it's, it's 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 a coping mechanism. over the years it's become a coping mechanism it's it's like to a point where like it's a drug i feel like it's 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 it's, it's not it's not like how can i put this it's 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 it will be in a sort of sense, it's, it's, it's a part of me. It's yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, like for like years I've been training, but it's like on and off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, so I like, ah, I get, I get, I get in the vibe. Yeah. And then, but for me, it's like, just takes like one day to like stop. That's and then, why and I then cannot. Yeah, yeah, it's that, like people don't work out, they don't understand. It's like commitment, it's, yeah. it's discipline. It's like one day. So if you don't train one day, then I'm like the next day, I'm like, okay, yesterday, I skipped, so what's the harm doing it again? And then it yeah, becomes a pattern. Then it becomes a pattern and a process, and then it it becomes into it leads into a sort of stagnation. That's why I push myself each and every morning, and it gives you a sense of power. Yeah. Because like, if I don't know if you've ever tried it, if you ever get up in the morning and you just go do something, you you kind of like feel power empowered to take on the rest of the day. Plus, it gives you. Um, more time than the average person because if you think about it an average person sleeps about um, eight hours right Mm. so by you waking up at four three i sleep like four hours two three yeah oh that's deep okay so okay the average person besides you (laughs) (laughs) sleeps at about for eight hours you increase your days you increase your day like that, that that leaves a significant amount of time for the rest of the day if you really take up a large sum of eight hours and using it for sleep. Mm. Now, the way I, like, carry on, like, you know, in order to initiate my day, fuck, I'm losing all my words here, mm. but um, you know how I, how I operate is that if I wake up early, I have more time for other things in my day. So waking up to the gym is more of a power move in my in, in 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 my opinion that can like give you a set of tone for the rest of the day yeah so it already gives you like it's it sets the tone as i said it sets the tone for the rest of the day and i feel like it's a, an absolutely great power move. that's why i'm obsessed with it and it's good to you know motivate all the lazy bums that see my status yeah so like <laughs> some people don't see it that they they like 
oh, this guy. That's uh, so true. I, I get that so many times. I'm like, oh, this guy. It's the gym again. KG, don't you have a life? That's why I take out my phone when I'm doing other things. And so like, yeah. <laughs> I do have a life. That's where you're wrong and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like you see The Rock, he's always like posting gym pics all the time. Like, yo, this guy. Honestly, yeah. I aspire to be like him one day. Well, with hair. But <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I feel that... Okay, fine. I have someone. He's someone I, I sort of look at, up to as a father figure since I haven't had that in my life. That's why I'm like, I'm more following him in each and everything that he does and implementing it into my life. Because let's be honest, he's like the poster boy for testosterone. Like, for steroids. For, he's a poster boy for steroids. <laughs> Man, he's like on all the roids. On all the roids. Like, okay. <laughs> testosterone. Um, Annabelle, <laughs> Dianabelle, all of that. Okay, yeah, it, true, true shit. But um, in a certain way, he, he's, he's motivated. Yeah. So that's what I'm also trying to put into my life because I have had downfalls and stuff like that and uh, particular patterns that, that have prohibited me from being successful. So although he's poster boy for steroids, he's also the poster boy for... Um, you know, motivation. Because mm. looking back at his story, he started with only, what, save seven bucks in his pocket? Something like Something that. Something like that. That's why his production is now called uh, Seven Bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Ah, now I'm teaching you something on your very own podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm teaching him something. <laughs> um, so, like, he started with seven bucks in his, in his pocket. Because that's why I'm so motivated by him. I'll tell you a story. He started with seven bucks in his pocket. And then he wanted to be an aspiring wrestler. And his father was a wrestler. His father was a wrestler yeah. because I think he's third generation. Yes, he's third generation because his grandfather, Rocky, Mar- Masi- not not Rocky Marciano, Rocky <laughs> Marvella. Marvella. Mar- 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 wasn't he Rocky Marvella? I think he took his father. He took name. yeah. He That's took when his... he had that pineapple on his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Like people didn't like him at first. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, they hated him because he was like there being the good guy, always smiling, which is what he is now. Yeah. Because he said that, like, he's never going to take a villain role in a movie in because a movie, he wants yeah. to be, like, that happy guy and things. Although, it would be interesting to yeah. see him. Yeah, but then, in, and in wrestling, that didn't work. Yeah. And then he came with that The Rock. Yeah, like, The Rock that, thing. That he did this other promo. What was, he's like, you guys hate The Rock. Rock sucks. And like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You suck. Yeah. It was some like wild shit like that. Yeah, no, that was that was epic. I, I don't remember that promo, but the, the promo... I think that... it was before our time. We're yeah, not, it was... We're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was still in the... What, what was that called? The Attitude Era. The right? Attitude Era. Oh, Attitude Era was nice. I don't know what WWE is doing right now. Though. I don't I know what... Be... Then it was a ruthless aggression. It was ruthless aggression. And down. now it's family-rated PG <sighs> shit. <sighs> Horrible. That's why I watch UFC now. Yeah, yeah. honestly, like the UFC is the actual like ground pounding thing, and it's funny to see that these wrestlers or or some yeah some wrestlers want to go after these UFC fans because they don't understand the fact that UFC is not scripted, fam. Mm. They're literally gonna whoop the ass. I was watching this other fight with um now it was not UFC, it was EFC. The South African version, mm. oh, not not South African, the African yeah, version. Africa. Um, UFC Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were relentless, fam. Like, this guy literally knocked another person out within two minutes of the actual match. And then this guy was, like, stiff, like, on the floor. Like, have you ever seen... Like, I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, fighting's not for the average guy. Exactly. (laughs) 
I, I heard you did some fighting though. Yeah, uh, so when I was like six, I started doing karate because I used to love like Batman and all that shit. Ah, uh, so, I see, like, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so I like started doing karate. And then my brother, uh, my dad was like an amateur boxer like yeah. back in the day. Then I started like sparring with my brother and it like became a thing. So So then you got into fighting, yeah. Because we yeah. had a conversation about yeah. this. Um um my fighting background is I did uh, a bit of Muay Thai at Virgin Active. There's a person who trained me there at Virgin Active. I did a little bit of Taekwondo and boxing as well. Just a little bit. Uh, I wasn't into boxing because I felt like I had anger. There's a lot of anger and frustration in this young guy that you see smiling here in front of you. But um, there was a lot of pent-up anger, pent-up aggression that I needed to release in a form that would both strengthen me and not turn me into a person that I would despise for the rest of my life. Mm. So that's why I took up a bit of fighting. And I, I don't know if I'm still good at it today. But well, I got gloves. Two pairs we can test out afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. You, can, you can see if I still got, if I don't have ring rust, as I like to say. Yeah, I've also not trained in a while. Yeah, it's because of this COVID thing. Yeah, right? I actually had COVID. And, Are you serious? Yeah. How was it? It was actually, I had the flu, which was way worse. I think I had the flu so many times. Yeah. That when I, it was like training for COVID. Like, <laughs> it was, like it COVID, yeah. but it was post-mortem COVID. Yeah, like in fights, like when people like fight like... Not as competitive people. Yeah. And they build up to fight like the champion. Like COVID was like the champion that I needed. <laughs> so like So you were like in training for the Rocky yeah, type of yeah. thing. But like I made sure like I was taking my vitamins. Yeah. Uh there's this thing called quercetin, which is like really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like keeping my and I knew like at some point they said like everyone's gonna get COVID. Yeah. So I was like prepare and I, I was trying to like build my immune system and to, stuff. to be strong and stuff. Yeah, like that. and then when I got, got COVID uh, so I like I had like a it was two injuries it was rotated cuff and mm. uh, pectoral major Oof. that happened like the beginning of the year yeah and then so I, I couldn't work out or anything so I was like just getting back in the rhythm of things mm-hmm. and then I got COVID mm-hmm. but then I made sure like during that COVID I like I made sure I pushed even harder mm. like just kept it kept it up kept it going and. It actually like helped because when I noticed like when you work out and stuff, you don't get sick as often. As often, yeah. It yeah. builds your immune system. Yeah. Stuff. That's why I did so constantly. Um, like I remember there was a time where I woke up and I was feeling absolutely drained, dreadful. It was, I felt horrible. I literally felt like the inside of a sewage pipe. So once I got up, I'm like, nah, I still need to go to the gym. And the more reps you're doing, the more you're actually in the gym, the more mm. healthy you start to feel like... It, I don't know, just that, that's why I'm so obsessed with it. It's, it just does something to you internally. Although, from time to time, the average person or even us ourselves, you don't see that we see any difference in like muscle growth or mm. anything like that. It's not about that entirely. It's more about your mental health. Yeah. Your, your I don't know, it's your, your emotional health as well. Because I don't know about anyone else watching or you, but for me, it's an antidepressant. Like in a way, it is. Like it is. I remember when I st- I started like I was fourteen, fifteen. I started, and I'm a hard gainer, so like, and, yeah, and, and same, I have a same, very same, fast same, metabolism. Same, same, yeah. So and I'll just be trained like people like, why are you going to gym? Like why? why? You know that that like there's no growth and stuff. Yeah, so like, yeah, but I just like kept going. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I and I thought I wasn't put, uh, putting any muscle and stuff. Mm. And, but looking back at pictures, 
I actually it's a slow process yeah it's and I but it like took me like seven now, so then in 2019 when I went to college I stopped working out so much yeah and then last year I got back into it and I saw it was because there's this thing called muscle memory mm-hmm that's what they say that Christian Bale yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Mashist or something yeah, yeah, yeah. where he like lost a hell of a lot of weight. And then you went back to it. Then he had to uh, audition for Batman. Batman oh, yeah, Begins. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they said that, okay, but you need to like put on weight and things. Mm-hmm. And apparently, but he became fat. He looked like a bear. Like he was like, <laughs> like, like and, Jesus, so yeah. suddenly he went to the audition looking like that. They called him fat. Fat man. <laughs> <laughs> fat man begins. Oh, fat man begins. So then, the chronicles of fat. And that was like six months. Mm. And then, he, so and then he had to like lose weight, cut yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. and get like more ripped for the role, like in three months. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, he said, I don't know if it was steroids with him, mm. or, but he said that it was muscle memory, and so I think because like when I started training again, I saw I was putting muscle on that it took me way less time then so like seven years i like there was like no growth, no growth I mean, whatsoever like, yeah stagnation like, yeah so i think it is like so it's just like repetition your uh, your body remembers that stuff and then i feel like also in a sense it's your diet because mm. i won't like to i eat like i eat crap i eat crap like like i can look at myself and be like what the hell am i what am i eating i'm trying to reach a certain goal on a certain level but it doesn't come through to me as well because there was a time during covid where like okay i'm still motivated i'm still pumped i'm still want to get up early in the morning but then i go up early in the morning do all of these like weight resistance bands things and then come back and eat crap and uh, i see no difference (laughs) but it's because of the things my body intake so i think it also lies on a bit of what we eat Mm. could be or how often we eat it because i was having a conversation with a friend just now on like dieting and stuff like that, cutting out carbs and stuff like that. But I feel like it's also how we take it in, in how many portions. And everyone's different, like everyone's metabolism, exactly. like so much stuff, genetics, Genetic. metabolism. I hate that word genetics yeah. with a passion because <laughs> like, I'm like, why does he have carbs? They always go to that. It's genetics. genetics. <laughs> it's genetics. He just probably has better genetics. Why does he have a six pack? Oh. It's genetics. Yeah, like if you look at the rock, like he's like built up to fine, but in, he doesn't have a six pack. Like, exactly. It's like really hard for him. It's to, really hard for him to. Yeah. And I saw he's like training for Shazam. Uh, he's uh, back as Black Adam. Yeah, black, black, black Adam. Yeah, and like yo, his um, thighs. Yeah. Yo, like, <laughs> and he's like he's bigger than he was. Like when he was a wrestler, he wasn't that. He wasn't um, that big. He really wasn't. Yeah. Like before, before Fast and the Furious, he was like a certain type of muscular like mm. like a certain type of body shape but then like after fast and furious well like i remember there was a movie faster faster was yeah. it a movie faster yeah like and i was like it was old like 2010 or something okay yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like i was like i was young then and that was like one of the first r-rated movies i watched oh yeah, the boy like, <laughs> out of the show it was like hectic and was like swearing and shit exactly and like Am I supposed to be? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and like he didn't speak in that movie. He's just like killing people and shit. Uh, yeah, but then in that movie, he was like big. Probably. Yeah. I, like once he became an actor, that's like he just started getting bigger started and bigger. Getting, it's like with all of these like wrestlers, have you noticed that John Cena is now bigger than he ever was? Really? Bro, he like, was big as a wrestler. Like, like he was, he was big. Uh, no lie. 
he was big as a wrestler, but now, now he looks like the freaking Hulk with hair and everything. Yo, his like, hair, he still has that haircut, right? No, 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 no. Oh. He, he actually grew out his hair. Like, no, no, he has that, that dad that, 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 cut. That dad cut. Dad cut. <laughs> <laughs> that dad cut, that, that like wavy type yeah. thing. Yeah, he still has that going on. I still haven't watched Fast 9, but like I've seen the trailer. I'm and so tired of that franchise, bro. How so? How can you be what? tired of it? Yo, it's just getting more unrealistic as it goes. True. Apparently, they want to make um, a Jurassic Park Fast and Furious Eula. crossover. Eula. Because we all know, we all know that what dinosaurs cannot stop is family. <laughs> No way! Oh no, they shouldn't do that. Um, wow. Okay, I, I I get that it's been dragged, but like for me, I feel like, like honestly, I'm trying to defend it, and it's so hard. I am trying to defend it, but like honestly, the writing has become a bit sloppy. Because mm. like it went from street racing and talking about to your, now your engine the and your, your fuck are they doing like like, like some I didn't even watch um, Hobbs and Shaw really yeah now, Hobbs and Shaw still keep well no, apparently no, like because in what was it Fast Eight yeah um was it, yeah uh, it was uh, what's his name Jason Statham's character Hobbs uh, uh, no Shaw 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 because yeah, like Shaw killed Han he. <laughs> like, like, the, like no one would want him coming to your bride, your barbecue. Yeah, your barbecue yeah. because like he just absolutely slaughters everything. And you so just, like, I remember in that movie, yeah. The Rock and him, their relationship, they like actually bonded at the end. And yeah. apparently, they took the whole thing away in Hobbs and Shaw. They like hated each other again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's like inconsistency. There's inconsistency, there. and for you as like a, a person who likes. Putting out content, I'm yeah. sure that's like your pet peeve. Yeah, that's like a scriptwriter especially. Yeah, that's yeah. like 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 your pet peeve. But like the only thing I, I wanted to see like nicely inside of Hobbs and Shaw was that I heard rumors that it was also filmed here. Really? It was filmed. I'm not sure if it was Cape Town or anything. It's but always Cape Town because over here yeah. in South Africa, the location like it's way cheaper for Americans to come and shoot oh, for you. Real? Yeah, because oh. like, I think it's the currency. Oh, okay. So, Makes sense. Yes. Makes sense because also Honey 3, like there was this, there's this dance movie called Honey, that dance movie yeah. franchise. The third one was filmed in Cape Town. The entire thing, I'm not sure if it was Cape Town or Durban. I think it was Durban, Durban and Cape Town. Oh. Somewhere there, and then like it actually looked proper. It has, it has Casey. Casey, you know Casey, the, the, the singer? The one who dated Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Diddy had, dated, oh, he has like yeah, Diddy. seven, four wives. Yo, he's... This is the Jacob Zoom of America, mm-hmm. bro, honestly. Um, he has kids in every state. I'm sure, like, yeah, he probably does. He probably does. He probably has more kids than he knows. Yeah, facts. He's like, just touring around America. Just like, yeah, like, I don't know who my daddy is. Probably did. A hundred percent. I can, I can pitch you top, do- top dollar. That is probably did. <laughs> But like now, nah, that's the thing. With Don't say movies. that now. Everyone's gonna start claiming. Yeah, like you're, 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 you're like you, my daddy. You, my baby daddy. Now, like instead of Byron, daddy, <laughs> daddy. Um, that, like honestly, I think that's the thing with these rappers. Though I don't know, like anyone that I can refer to that has kept a stable relationship. Maybe Jay Z. But then there's a whole conspiracy behind Yeah, you know, Jay-Z. they say that he's not going to leave Beyonce because if he does, she has custody of the kids and everything and he's only going to lose them. So, like, Whoa. yeah. Because so. there, there was a scandal 
I think it was a few years back where we were like Jay-Z and sisters where her Beyonce's sister slapped him in the yeah, head because he was cheating. Yeah, because yeah. he was cheating and stuff like that and then Beyonce cheated back with a bodyguard. Mm. And everybody on Twitter is just there like, damn, lucky ass bodyguard. <laughs> they ignored the entire thing. Like, Yo, but you can't talk shit about Beyonce. Yo, you can't, Yo. fam. You can't. Like that beehive thing is real. Yeah. I, have, I have a friend Constantly uh, texting her on, on on WhatsApp, but she knows who she, if she's watching this, she knows who she is. Um, <laughs> we keep on going back and forth. I'm trying to 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 rebut. I want to see how strong this beehive thing really is. So I keep Don't on test it. <laughs> I, I I I saw that with her. So I kept on texting things like we saw. There was this other like uh, my friend posted this other status of four iconic people, and Beyonce was with one of them. And then he said, "Nah." We gotta cut Beyonce. I forgot it was it was uh, Erica Badu, um, Chardonnay, um, a lot of like iconic singers. He posted, mm. and he's like, "We have to cut one of these people out," and like like Beyonce's gotta go. I snapped that, and then I sent it to her. The havoc I got, fam. The havoc I got. Like what? Who's this person? Delete this person. What? <laughs> like like, and this is from one person. Now imagine the entire beehive coming yeah. for you. That's going to be, like, absolutely hectic. I, I'm like, why aren't people, like, this for anything else? Like, she has a really, really, really strong fan base, mm. though. Like, no, there's... Kelly Rowland didn't get a fa- fan base like this after the splits of Destiny's Child. Mm, yeah, no one else. No one else. She's the main one. But why? Why? Why Beyonce? She's smart. She's how, how so? How so? Okay, so, like, most of these artists, especially female artists... Yeah. After a while, they like, she's like over 40 now. Mm-hmm. Like after like maybe 38, 39, they start getting irrelevant. Like people stop caring about them. I mean, I'm talking about like female. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, this is just the first, yeah. the first name that pops into my yeah. head. Yeah. But so what she did is instead of like making more music and things, yeah. she switched on to filmmaking. Uh, so she started like thinking outside the box, but oh, and Jay Z has his own business and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So she switched to filmmaking and like directing and doing that kind of stuff. Mm. And then she made that uh, what Homecoming yeah, that yeah, yeah, documentary. Yeah. So, and that's I don't I, I don't know if that's the reason because of that documentary, but that's how she was able to stay relevant. Makes and like sense. a lot of people are not able to do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Cause, it, cause others do try to go to 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 to, to move the filming world. I know that Nicki Minaj has tried. Is she's it? in Bob. Yeah, she's in Bobby Shop Three. Yeah, but and, that's acting. True, but then like as um we all we all know that these artists before they actually go into production and stuff like that they first try the acting mm. because there's not there's one artist that is on the tip of my tongue that I cannot remember right now that has tried the acting thing and then went into the production thing and it also paid off I just can't remember who it is currently but then like it should have as much success as Beyonce but since it's Beyonce but she's also beautiful and her name she's like been around for so long that Kelly Rowland has been around for so long most people listening to the show probably doesn't know Mary doesn't J. Even know. Blige has been around for so long but she's been too long <laughs> <laughs> she's like 50 now right yeah true like it's it's an usher content i call it the usher factor 
like when you are old and you're still trying and you're asking you're still alive fam like i had a co- i have a conversation with a friend saying that um i should release something new mm. Usher. No one cares. <laughs> Usher, are you serious? You're gonna hear those cricket sounds. Yeah, those cricket sounds. Usher, but like, yeah, I I just hope that in whatever I do, I stay relevant because that's why I want to grab so many things because mm. I know if there's not a viewer in this type of department that I'm doing this and there is gonna be a viewer in the other one. If there's not a view in that one, there's going to be... That's why I'm trying to grab everything and I am so on the verge of always wanting to do something. I mm. cannot sit still. And same, sit same here. I cannot sit still. Like, for me, it, it really, like, it makes me cringe for me to sit still. That's why COVID has been an entire challenge for me. Mm. Because most of what we do is based off of human interaction and they, they have cut that off completely. How am I supposed to receive... An income being a DJ sitting from home. Yeah. For instance, I'm saying, how am I supposed to receive an income? For, and it's something we love. We're passionate about it. It's not like that we, okay, we did technically choose it, but passionate-wise, it chose us. Mm. We can't see ourselves doing anything else because it's going to be boring. Like, yeah. You don't want to sit in, 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 in an office just, just typing out things and stuff like that. So it's going to be a It's going to be a choice. It, like, literally ticks me off to mm. sit still i have to do something it's either like i've started editing now as well videos i'm starting to like get receive information that's maybe the good thing about covid is that it gives us time to reevaluate everything that we've mm. been doing so it could also be a sense of okay i have a skill set how do i add more onto it absolutely that's that's, yeah. that's 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 the positive thing i can say about covid but besides that like with the Beyonce thing, besides the, like, she, you can now use her as an example of a person who used one thing and started multiplying it into different facets. So that's why I, I, I can't sit still in, in, in anything, mm. in anything. That's why I'm so loud. I'm, so, I'm like, yeah, see me now. I, I am here. I am here. And I want to take over. So, yeah, that's, that's. That's a creative thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drive. It's a drive. Uh, yeah, a drive. I've spoken about this on the podcast a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's become like a thing now. Yeah. But like, that's the same, exact same thing with me. It was, I told you, like acting. But like, during COVID, it actually, like my creativity went up to a whole new level. That's me. Because hmm. I started the podcast. Yeah. But then I'm also, I have more time. So then I was making music like crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'll just keep on doing shit. And then mm. I even, like, finish a novel. Of, like, you finished a, a novel? Yeah, a sci-fi novel. I know, I need to read that. Yeah. Because I wanted to, like, eventually make it a TV show. Yeah. Like, like a, like, An actual TV yeah. show. Yeah, so I'm, I don't know if I'm going to, like, publish it or wait a few years. Maybe publish it, let it blow up or yeah, something. Yeah, let and it, like, yeah, as, like as a Like Game of Thrones or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's so cool. Like, that's the thing as with, with me as well. I can relate to that because... The true story behind this DJing thing is that I started when I was 12. But then I didn't have time, so I left it. So COVID came, and then I'm like, everybody's out here doing something. And I'm here as a creative individual, as an artist, and there's nothing for me to do. What can I do? Mm. What can I do? There's, there's always that, what can I do? 
you tried the video games thing, it works for about like 20 minutes and then you want to do something actually constructive mm. as video games. Unless you're a professional gamer, video games for us creatives doesn't take yeah. us anywhere. Like, and we're the reason that all these people are... Like creatives are the reason that people didn't... <laughs> kill themselves <laughs> exactly. during the lockdown. <laughs> exactly, because we've been out there bringing out creative content, bringing out new things, yeah. bringing out music and stuff like that. So I reverted to that as well. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just can't sit still. Mm. I just can't sit still. It, it became a passion. More Because it started out... Most things do. Most things start out as hobbies, as... I'm sure this was just... Something yeah to pass the time yeah like the park like I don't get paid for it or anything yeah, but yeah. I enjoy it like having conversations like yeah. having my friends on the show and then speaking to like other people that I wouldn't have normally have gotten the chance to speak to yeah and have, like and, and you learn from them like, yeah especially like the older guys the more experienced people in the industry or like yeah like because they have like real experience like life. Experience. Life experience things outside, and they yeah. tell it to you, and then you can absorb it, and then use it in your own career, in your own life. Mm. And so, and the podcast, like you were saying earlier, like you told me something I didn't know mm. on my own show. Yeah, but that happens all the time. Really? Yeah, like every part, like you, you never on a podcast, especially. It's like that's why I like long form, like yeah, into yeah. our uh, like because then you get in. Into the person's head. You get into the person's head, uh, yeah. Yeah, because like a podcast is the closest thing to actually understanding a person, like mm, what's going mm. on in their mind, in, especially creators and things. Especially creators, yeah. writers and all, all of that, because then we have so much to say, but um, we're not given the platform. So yeah. what you're doing here is actually giving us a platform to say things like, hey, we're here. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. And that's actually a great thing because then... We learned because I didn't. I didn't know the, that there was a, a Foster movie with yeah. Dwayne inside, and I'm, I'm like one of the biggest Dwayne heads out there. Yeah, and that's something you didn't know. It's a, it's a great like platform to learn and to you know gain information as well as dish out because that's my whole thing. I I've I've always been a person who doesn't want to have information for themselves, but spread it out as much as I can. If you don't know something, I want to teach it to you and I'll teach it to you passionately. That's why I'm sure you've seen on my statuses, I'm teaching people how to act with the little knowledge that I have. Mm. I'm teaching people how to DJ with the little knowledge I have because I live by something like, I'm a, I'm a Christian, huge Christian, not a huge Christian, but Christian. You're religious. I'm religious. Yeah, that's, that's probably it's weird. And it says in the book that my people suffer because of lack of knowledge and why don't I be a vessel in order to provide the knowledge with the little that's knowledge the word, that I have? Vessel. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? And especially like this part's got into the muse. The muse is like... The muse, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I have, yeah, like I have a theory like... Yeah. It, it's so... It's crazy. Go on, go yeah, on. It's, so Shine. it's like... We are like... <laughs> so, okay, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. we in this dimension, whatever yeah. dimension it is. All right, right. The matrix. Yeah, the matrix. The matrix. In the matrix. Yeah. And now there's different levels they're different dimensions mm. like when we sleep we release dmt okay yeah. which produces dreams and stuff and they say that's the same thing that like when people get that near-death experience yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. um they hallucinate they see themselves maybe going to heaven or yeah. or something but that's dmt yeah, can the release DMT and released the, from your... yeah there's also like a drug that you can smoke that gives off the same effect really? yeah and there's like a toad a poisonous toad that mike tyson actually did that 
you lick the toad and it gives you that psychedelic oh, yeah, I've, I've read on something about yeah. that, yeah. So, yeah, DMT. And that's also like, so when you sleep, you have dreams and things. Mm-hmm. And your thoughts, like, you can, I, I can think of something. And let's say we haven't even spoken about it. But mm. you have a similar thought or something like, and they say, especially musicians, you know, Nikolai Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that he, uh, like, lots of his ideas came, like, how he got them was through, like, sort of another dimension, like, another being from another dimension passing it onto him. Mm. So my theory is that, I call it the muse, that's the muse. That's the, muse. the muse is another dimension where all our thoughts and consciousness, consciousness lies. And like certain individuals, especially creatives, artists and stuff, are able to tap into that on a different frequency. Sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's why like, like, like you can have like, your idea, like Elon Musk is a good example yeah. of like coming up with ideas. Mm. Nikolai Tesla, a hundred years earlier, came up with similar ideas. I'm not sure if I'm using that, like, yeah, but like, for, I'm just using him as a, as a mm. example. So, like, you get people who think of the same things 100 years in, in different eras and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but all of this is existing in a space. Yeah, and yeah. you're able to tap into that and... And then grasp, yeah. grasp information yeah, from so, each and every t- yeah, different Yeah, so that's like another... Yeah, so it's like another dimension that oh. we are able to tap into. I see this theory. This theory is actually interesting to me because I also have a similar theory. My theory is that what you call it now, as I said, vessels. So what my, my, my theory is that your, 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 your muse thing it like taps onto mine a lot because it's that all of us carry a certain type of information, like a code. But this works for, for either whether relationships or whatever. We all try to crack each other's code while moving in this world. Do you understand what I'm saying? So like, what I'm trying to say is that each and every person has a code. That we're trying to decipher but in order to decipher that we have to know the person mm. so we all have our different code i can come with my code and you can come with your code but the beautiful thing about these two codes is that we can match them up to make one code mm. you understand that's how i feel that two people from opposite genres or opposite spectrums can make things work whether it is relationship wise or whether it is religiously or trying to understand this gender thing or whatever, whatever it is, because we all come with a code that's engraved in us and it's changed once we are born. Now get to me, sis, you might be confused. It's changed. I am a very you, confused. You, you might be confused. It's changed, it's changed while we, when we're born because we are now entering the code that is given to us by our household. You understand what I'm saying? Like the household. What the fuck are you saying? The household. Okay, okay. I know I'm confusing. We're all born with the code, mm. right? Yeah, I got that part. We're all born with the code. Our own unique code. But... I, I get what you're saying. So, so, so let, let me just like... Okay, yeah, carry on. Yeah, we're all born with the code, right? And that code is overwritten once we're born. I get it. So, so like what you're saying is like we have a personality we have and a person- stuff. And everything. then when we come into the world, what, what? Like we... We, like, we we now we have now getting this exactly. person's perspective, this, this person's perspective, and, and also we are also you. influenced by the household that you're in. Mm. So if your household believes I'm a Christian because my parents are Christian, and what is Christian is the only way I know. There's no other way I know. Mm. But then that code can also be overwritten by other outside circumstances. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So 
it's just that thing of passing on information and being knowing yourself yeah. and knowing your answer that's what i mean but we all have a code but then like when, once we enter inside of this world that code changes and is, it is influenced by our outside sur- yeah. surroundings so in order to find we can we can my my my, my theory is we can refine that code but it's very difficult mm. to find that code due to the outside circumstances the traumas the experiences that we've been through the People we, in li- we invite into our lives can influence and change their code. So and I'll- that's that's what's so good about like learning from other people, like meeting new people, learning that. Mm. But also, in in order to find your own code, I think you should also spend a lot of time by yourself. Exactly. Your own, being in your own being mind. in your own headspace can unlock the code for you, because that's something you, that's something people struggle to understand because. They often rely on other people's opinions, mm. which in turn goes back to the thing that I was saying of outside influences um, changing our code. Yeah, you understand? understand? Yeah, I hope I'm not confusing you. No, now. I understand. Because <laughs> like, I always has that trouble thing of like, okay, I have something intelligent to say, but when I'm put on the spot, sounds stupid. It sounds <laughs> fucked up. Like, <laughs> like, what is this idiot saying? Like. But then, like, when I try, like, I'm trying to I think that's, Ka- that's Kanye's problem. True, true. He can't articulate it. And, like, and people always take sound bites, like, short stuff that he says, and then they turn into something else. Mm. And, but in his music, he's able to, like, say it in a way. Say it in a way. Because I think music is how he speaks. So in a, more, in a more metaphorical way, he can now type and using similes like an as and stuff like that to now better communicate what he's trying to say other than when we try to use because i feel like when we try to explain something we try to sound we we try to have a certain level of intelligence in the way we should Mm. we should portray it so we can perceive ourselves or others can perceive us as intelligent and in if we just say it in a bland way we're not going to sound intelligent and which is the way they want to receive it but we won't do that because we know we want to sound intelligent Mm. so i think that's also where he's struggling because that's also where like where I pause too much because I'm trying to find and analyze and critically analyze. Okay, I want to find this word so that I can sound more intelligent mm. and not to diminish your value of intelligence, but to show you that I do have a higher uh, level of intelligence by my vocal ability in order to portray that type of information. If you understand, what yeah, saying. that's the problem. That's the problem I've had. In the past, and the problem I'm still having in the past because I've often been perceived as lesser of intelligence in my household, in schools, especially primary. Primary is hard, bro. <laughs> Not even gonna lie to you. Primary is hard because everybody was that like according to the educational system, according to the edu- edu- uh, educational standard, smarter than me. Mm. That's why I always like okay, fine. You think you're smarter. I can yeah. try find something. Let there be light. Let there be light. I can try find a certain word to at least sound intelligent. So that's why I always like space out and like I'm trying to explain something and be like, which is which is a code again that's been overwritten that I'm trying to fix and just be like, just say it, bro. Even if it's dumb as fuck, just say mm. it. Even if it's with a tone that's dumb as fuck, just 
freaking sick. Yeah. It's something I'm also trying to decode. But then again, the surroundings, though. Let's have it. Yeah, people like always have their own. Like, it's so easy, like they call you crazy or, or yeah. something. Like, because they don't understand it. Exactly. It doesn't make you crazy. And music and art, especially. Exactly. Like, no sense, yeah. like shit that Kanye puts or. It, like, there's a different level of genius to it. Like, all art is in a way good. Mm. Like, they all, it's not perfect. Or, like, it's what it is, what it, it is. It is what it is. Like, an art, like, and you don't understand paintings. Mm. Like, the artist paints some, some bullshit. Yeah, like, cheese yeah. kind of. Kind of flop. Yeah. Virus and, like, type of shit. But people buy it. The people there. You see it. And other people don't. Mm. And, like, movies, songs, like, Tyler, the creator, mm. when he makes music, he's like, it's like he's making a, a movie with his music. Yeah. It tells a story. Oh, painting a picture. Yeah. It can make, and, and he does it, like, in, a, in character all the time. Yeah. And other people, they're, like, just here uh, on face value, like, on the surface, and they're like, how could you say shit like that? Yeah. How can you say, oh, censor him, censor yeah, him. derogatory, yeah. all that type of shit. But they do not see what he is trying to portray or trying to showcase mm. behind what he's just it's not about what he's saying it's about how he's saying it yeah. that's the part that they miss like there's so many great artists that say a lot of things like for me it was nasty c mm. nasty c in the beginning of his career oh my goodness that was a that that was a beast the things he used to say and in the way he said them could really trigger you up here like okay fine i'm turning up but when you really listen to him like nah there's some there's something else that he's trying to portray same with tupac yo tupac there's so many people who miss misses tupac's messages like for example um in the in in what you call it now there was a song he did the rape one no that, that the rape one i'll get to the rape one just now the rape one is powerful but there was one way he actually um prophesied how he's going to die mm. yeah, there's a lot of these guys have yeah there's a lot like i don't know i don't know how they do it how like i don't know maybe it's maybe maybe all the conspiracy theories uh, conspiracy it theories could come true. back to that thing of like what you put out there like some people are able to be so successful because they foreshadow it they like believe it in their minds like, yeah yeah and maybe at a, like juice world as well yeah like juice 24 world. hours just before he said like, he put out that um, message on Instagram mm. saying some shit like he's gonna die and even his music mm. his music's depressing his music he's is like depressing. always like and you're struggling and things but mm. people pro- uh, um, profit out of it yeah they like just allow and that's a lot of things with musicians and like, they allow that to happen because the art is so good yeah and but like what I was saying like so this message that you put out to the world it comes around it yeah, what goes around yeah, comes, comes around, around. It's maybe the type of energy you put yeah, out maybe yeah maybe like cause he was in that mindset that's where he could have had, that it could, that could be but then he like, wanted to be a gangster so bad that so badly that it, it, it came out there but it, it could also be that there's another force at work mm. you could never look cause like the way he described it was so vivid and so like on the point to what actually happened, that you would question if he orchestrated this entire thing himself. Mm. Because it was pinpoint and direct to the point of, to the point where the, the position he was shot, 
to the point that what car he was driving, mm. the only thing he missed is like who he was with mm. at the time. And that was Suge Knight, right? I'm correct. Yeah. It was Suge Knight. Yeah, Suge Knight. Yeah. It was Suge Knight. The rest, he got on point. The only thing he was missing was the location and who he was going to be with that time. And that, for me, is scary. Because how can you know that? I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, I'm not going to make it home tonight. Mm. Understand what I'm saying? And say it with full confidence and be like, I'm ready. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone who can. So that's, for me, that is, like, like, honestly scary. But I look up to the dude, honestly, because, as a thing, growing up, there were so many limited amounts of limited resources of a father figure in my life that I had to look for an external father figure mm. that's that comes to WWE that comes to rap that comes to everything everything that I can perceive as masculine because what I was receiving was a father who only gave you attention if it was time to punch if you understand what I'm saying mm. so I needed to be like, okay, this can't be... That's why it stems from anger as well. That's why I'm like, I needed a lot of coping mechanisms to not become something that forced me. Like, there's a lot of things I need to exercise and get out of my system, not to pass on to my next generations or to my kids because I, that was passed on to me. I needed to exercise that. So that's the thing. The the Back to the mindset thing is that... Um, I was trying to develop... I was a shy kid. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was really shy. I was very depressed. I was really, like, So I was looking for external sto- sources of how to get a mindset of motivation, of how to do this and that and that and that and that. And his mindset specifically was more of a business mindset. There's an interview that says, um, I create. he said, I create content that everyone can relate to. doesn't matter if you're black, white, that, yeah. Hispanic, anything. Like, that's what I bring to the market. And... What other rappers don't uh, realize is that you have to bring out relatable content inside of this industry in order to be successful. And that's what I'm trying to achieve in everything that I do, whether it is acting, whether it is modeling, whether it is um, DJing. I'm trying to play the songs that you can relate to, that can make you feel something. Mm. Um, I do want to get into production, but that's, that's a later thing. But then... That's also, it comes it comes up to a lot of, a lot of a lot of beat things because there's this other interview I saw of XXX, that where he's like, okay, as you know, our body's seventy percent water. seventy percent yeah, yeah. water, right? So our body's seventy percent water, and there's certain frequencies that we can manipulate in order for you to make you feel something inside of a song. If I can manipulate that type of frequency. Whether you like it or not, you're all going to dance or it's going to mm. remind you of a memory or something like that. That's what I'm trying to figure out. If I can master that and display it, this entire music industry can be inside of one person's hand. Mm. Understand what yeah. I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to... That's that's what people understand. There's so much power in music. Yeah. I, I found with my music, like, because my friends don't always think the same as I do. Mm. And I speak from experience from my own feelings like so mm. and i know a lot of like people like this on the surface they're like into trap yeah and, and they're like into this like that hype music. shit oh, like oh my goodness that, and i don't know how many people like i'm sure like say there's a group of five people mm. they all listen to trap but when they go home 
I don't think they all listening to trap. No, no, no. They no. listening to their own, to, like, to maybe their own R&B, indie, yeah. Maybe like soul, like all that shit. They listen to trap for the hype. Yeah. yeah, but so like when I create music, it's I I wanted to say hip hop. It is in a way hip hop because like the rhymes, the mm-hmm. lyrics and stuff. But I bring like different elements from rock because I've listened to rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I love rock. Reggae. You love rock. I love rock. Not a lot of people say that in this day and age. I know. I love rock. <laughs> I mean, thinking about no, yes, the cliches, Green Day, uh, um, yeah, Lincoln the two thousands, because like we grew up with that. Like yeah, it, remember before twenty ten, it was all on the radio. It was all like punk was rock, punk and stuff. rock, like 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 you your typical Green Day, Lincoln Park, yeah. uh, District. I gym, I gym, like people find me so weird. A black guy walking into the gym. You think you're gonna be listening to some hip hop Eminem type Fifty Cent candy shop type mm. thing? They take my earphones. They just hear like, <laughs> they just like, what the fuck is this guy? Shit. <laughs> and it's that like, I I love rock. Yeah. So like, I bring all these different elements and try to think, try to make something different. And that's I like Kanye. He, he when he does stuff, he like makes stuff that's now everyone sounds like. When you did uh, 808 and Heartbreaks. Yeah. If you listen to music today, it's almost... It's similar. Yeah. S- similar tempo, similar beat per minute. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and my stuff is very rough. It's kind of because of production quality, but also I try to make it because more authentic. Yeah. Like freestyling. Mm. Like after my brother died, uh, like this guy from Germany, he's a producer, he sent me some beats. Yeah. So I started freestyling. And no, I like I'm not very good at freestyling normally. Yeah, but then like yeah, I, I I'm like a lyricist. I yeah. like writing and that was me. Right? Yeah, like like and and like you know like when you start when you listen to like J Cole, Kendrick, mm. Eminem, Hob, yeah. Hobson, all of them. They like they're like deep and you're like, I know a lot of people rappers mm. like in Pretoria especially like. On every street you find, you will find a rapper. Mm. You're like everywhere, yeah, and, yeah. and a lot of people try to emulate that. But what they don't get is that it took ten years for J Cole to become J Cole. Exactly. It didn't just happen. It overnight. didn't happen overnight. And it's a process. Yeah. So a problem that I had at the beginning, because like I'd freestyle. Oh, I wouldn't like. Yeah, I'd freestyle sometimes, like rap battles. But I made sure I was a cappella, because mm. I wasn't so good on a beat. On a beat, yeah. So. I, start, I I but I would make my own music and stuff, mm-hmm. and then last year I took a break and there's this app like a karaoke app. So what I did was I started um, so taking songs that I know and I like mm-hmm. in different genres, and uh, just like uh, doing karaoke over that. Yeah. So so I could like and a lot of like I know some writers and so some writers what they do is they write what. So they take like a novel that like maybe Stephen King yeah. and they write the same exact same things that Stephen King does mm-hmm. word for word so they can get the flow of writing. Some communities do the same thing with getting other people's material and doing the same. Yeah. So with music, I did that and that helped me when it came to uh, staying on beat. Stay, and, and then... Yeah, I mentioned the tempo of the beat, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, after my brother died, I started recording. So I was like, I had some stuff written down, but I'm like, okay, nah. Mm. Then I started freestyling. And on that, when I started freestyling, I couldn't stop. It was on beat. It was 
That's on me. tempo, everything. Yeah. And I ended I up making relate. eight songs on that day. From freestyle. Yeah, eight songs. And it was like, and That's they say amazing. like, they say like, the best art comes from the most, like, yeah, the most traumatic Yeah, the most traumatic And I, I put it all into that. When I listen to that, like, I, I listen to it now and again, mm-hmm. and it actually brings me, like, so it was, it's therapy in a way. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. It's therapy, especially, like, and, and so I didn't, like, I found therapy, it's like the real therapy going mm-hmm. to, like, talk, didn't really help. Everything else didn't really help. Yeah. But creating, creating art Yeah, we created. Helped. And I was able to get over it due to that. Mm. Now when I listen to that, it, I feel oh shit! It's like depressed. It brings me down. But it brought me up over there. That's the thing with like as creatives, we can create problems being creative. We can also like heal from being creative, and that's the another thing that other people don't understand. And these new ages, like to touch on the new age thing, that's something you don't understand about music these days. Like. It's more of, I got bitches and hoes and shit. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, it makes me cringe listening to all of this. Like, yes, I can vibe to Migos' new album for like two, three songs. Then the rest of the album would be like, no, I can't. Mm. I can't take this. Like, yes, there'll be one thing. Yeah, we make money in quarantine. Like, okay, good, dog. Shout. But what about you? Tell mm. me about you. That's what music is about. It's about, like, touching on the subject makes me so passionate because now we're talking about something I'm passionate with. That's like... Helped me through a lot. Mm. Music. Tell me who you are. Because if you can send me two songs of what you listen to, I can tell you your entire life story. Mm. Then that's a fact. Nobody can take that away from you, away from me, or away from the kind of relationship we have. You just need to send me two songs and I'll tell you your whole life. I don't think that could apply for me really because I'm always changing. That's me. That's me as well. Nobody can tell. That's why I'm such a complicated person. Because... I listen, there's a mood for me from everything. I can listen to pop one day, then listen to electro, then listen to house, then listen to Amapiano, mm. then listen to hip-hop, then listen to a little bit of trap. I'm not a really big fan of trap because it's not synthetic. It's not authentic. You don't tell me anything about what you've... If we can listen to Souls of Mischief or to uh, Fergie's or like the people who have that slow beat, but then the lyrics tell more than the beat. Because right now... This generation has switched it up. The beat tells more than the lyrics. Mm. If you if the beat is dope, you're gonna vibe more to the beat than you do to the lyrics. And when the lyrics are supposed to actually make the song, what are you singing? Mm. You're not gonna sing the beat. That's, yeah. That's that 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 makes no sense. That's why for me this new age is so frustrating. Like, okay, if you can have a dope beat and have dope lyrics to match it, I'm gonna leave you alone. You've mm. proved me wrong. I will humble myself. But if your beat does more justice than your lyrics, you're pathetic as mm. an artist. I'm telling you that. I'm going to be straight out about it because it's something I'm passionate about, something I love, something I yeah. dear to my heart. You can't disrespect the craft. Why are you disrespecting the craft that millions and hundreds and hundreds of generations ago have tried to invest and put in? You're yeah, just t- talking about the third baby mama you had with the five kids. And the, uh, it's frustrating. It angers me because... Yeah. Back to the to the Tupac thing, the the Brenda story. Yeah, that's what's not, yeah. The Brenda Brenda had a baby. Mm. He was putting out something. Literally, the story was that um, this child was suffering from molestation, and it was an article day by day from the newspaper. 
she was suffering from molest from molestation from um guys coming to have sexual interactions with her as a young kid, and then she fell pregnant. Once she fell pregnant, that she had to give birth to that baby somehow, yeah. but she didn't have the means to take care of that baby. That baby was now birthed on the bathroom floor, thrown in the trash can, and nobody knew. Hmm. I want to cut you over there quickly. So, man, I've been seeing, like, on your WhatsApp, you're always, like, screenshotting people, <laughs> posting your own shit. And so you seem like you have, like, a lot of support. A lot of artists, like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. really... Don't get that. Yeah. That, and I, honestly, I appreciate everybody from the bottom of my heart. I mean, so many people, uh, like, give shout-outs to Jackie, like, give a shout-out to you. Um, there's Brittany. Brittany's been doing the most, honestly, man. I mean, I, I appreciate... She was actually... I went to the German school... I remember Britney. Really? Yeah. Britney Shannon. Yeah, no. yeah. We, we she met was like in grade eight, ten or something. I was when I was in grade eight. We met. We met. We met in Abbots, and we funny story. We bonded over roasting other people. So <laughs> we're mutually mean to people, but like, yeah. Um, she she's a great person. She's she's a very close friend of mine, and I appreciate her really as a as a woman in my body because a lot of people that I appreciate. Um, that have been supportive to me. There's Zoe May, you know Zoe May from Oakfield, um, the uh, Shaman Boyson, um, that one, Randas, uh, <laughs> things to me because um, she's she's a remarkable human being. Um, she's been supporting me. She's 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 a friend in all five, but like you wouldn't see that because. She's so introverted, sometimes she's shy, but like if you give her the atmosphere too, she will show you who she really is. And that's she she's remarkable, honestly. Like the support I've been getting from her is also phenomenal. I appreciate there's so many people. Rowan. Rowan, oh my goodness. Rowan, uh Rowan, if you're watching this, but shout out boy. Why don't you do do his impersonation? <laughs> oh man, I just wanna like I just wanna be grateful, man. I just wanna do a lot of things, man. Uh, you've inspired me, boy. Like honestly, I just want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, but I, I appreciate Rowan. Um, there's so many people that that are on the list that you don't have time for me to thank, but like, uh, so many people that are supporting me. There's uh, Zonette from Nikas. Uh, wow, that's a crazy boy. I admire that one. Um. So many close friends that I don't have time to like. If I, if, if this was an award ceremony, mm -hmm. I'd have like an entire list. Of, I like to thank from the bottom of my heart my mom, <laughs> my little brother, my, my little brother. I mean, he's also supporting me. I'm supporting him in his dreams. That one over there, that one girl. I'm supporting him his, with his dreams. I'm supporting. He's supporting me with mine. He's always out there to hype me up. I'm always out there to hype him up, shooting his three pointers. And he is gonna make it in the NBA someday. And, uh. To you as well, uh, you, 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 you also out there supporting me, like, you're on the low key, like, I appreciate, mm. appreciate you, this, this, this is going to become big, I told you about this, this is going to become yeah. huge, and it's, it's fortunate, because one of my friends told me that you have to appreciate how these people are supporting you, because not so many people support other people, yeah, you understand what I'm saying, and it's a privilege. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and like, I always I'm like make fun and shit. I'm like, now nah, you guys like like the post I put yesterday. Yeah. I was like, 
people, uh, your friends don't support you, but Rick Ross, uh, they wish Rick Ross happy birthday on Instagram. Yeah, but like, I'm just like playing around. Like I know these the, guys. There's a lot of people yeah. who put in effort, and and it's hard, especially like in today's time. People have a life. People exactly. are busy. People and, are busy. So but they're they, able to fit in that time. When they you, take and, that time, like I honestly, so when they take that time to, like some of them, I I don't ask. I don't ask for. You to post me, or you to show up to my gigs, or you to do anything. I I can advertise it. I don't ask you to do it, but then to see how many people actually pull through to my gigs, to see how many people just be like, give me that post and let me post it, or like that's touching. Like you believe in me, so it also puts a weight on my shoulder because like that. If I fuck up, I fuck mm. up for everybody. There's a high expectation for me, but it's also a motivation. Yeah, it's good. It yeah. pushes me. Like okay. There's a lot of, now people are watching you, so now you have to do something and you have to do it to the full extent mm. of you doing it and you have to foster and give it your all a hundred percent. So yeah, I just like to thank everybody that's been doing this. If you're if you're not watching this and you've been supporting, screw you. Honestly, like what are you doing with your life? But if you <laughs> are um if you are, um uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate your support and stay tuned. There are a lot of things coming. Stay tuned to um, Nick Hill into the news. I mean, yeah, stay I'm tuned. getting bigger guests every time. I know it's a long uh, show, but <laughs> that's that's what it's about. It's it's, it's it's all here, fam. We're just trying to grow and expand. I'd like to thank everybody, um, even the ones that irritate me, like you drive me. So I like to take. I, I just wanted to take the time to show to. Show my appreciation to each and everybody, even the people that I didn't name that play a very big role in my life. My mom, my mom really supports yeah, me. I was waiting for you. To yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom, like my mom, the things that she's been through and the way she supports me is is just the the the, the constant sacrifices that she's made for me to mm. be here is incredible. I cannot describe the amount of gratitude I have because my mom, she's a wonderful woman. And I wouldn't give up the world. Yeah. Honestly. So I would like to thank her. I think even if I didn't name you and you're watching this, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. Hey man, it was great having you on my show. Uh, it really is. We should definitely do it again sometime. Definitely. We're definitely doing it. Next time, let's just go over Western foods. Honestly, I can sing. Believe you me, I can sing. I can sing. I will sing each and every theme song. There is one time. Not now. That will be something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but thank you. Thank you for having me here. It was really a privilege. I love the setup, the everything. Like, I, I, I love what you're doing with this. Appreciate you, it. There's a lot of voices that need to be heard on the creative side, both um, famously and infamously, and others that are not underground, underground yeah. that need to be. Their voices need to be heard, and you can find a platform for that. That's remarkable. And I congratulate you as well. And I, not me personally, I thank you for that. Anytime, man. Keep pushing, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, man. And we are going to be the future. All of all of, all yeah. of us are going to be the future. Yeah. I am, man. Now, that was, this is really cool. I, I, don't you want to hire me don't you want to hire me to like do some of the interviews was, for you you know what you know what like i, I didn't tell uh, i was thinking i was like okay, let me have you on my show yeah and then see 
maybe a co-host kind of thing. You understand? Maybe we'll do our own podcast, like a separate one. That would be we something. We just talk about pop culture. Do exactly. Kind of yeah, we should definitely do that. I name for it, like maybe the shit show. Just talk shit just, just on the talk show. Just talking shit. Yeah. Like, it will evolve. But for now, it's called the shit show. Definitely come stay tuned. I promise you, you'll be seeing a whole lot more. A whole lot. But otherwise, ah, this is it was great. It was great. Um, I'm just trying to think of more people to thank. <laughs> but like, put a credit like, list at the yeah, end. Yeah, like the credit list. <laughs> ding, ding. Special shout out. A special to shout out to KG's thank you list. <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay tuned for part two because it's such a long list. Yeah. But like now, nah, I appreciate what you're doing here. It's inspirational. It's getting a lot of people to be seen. It's getting a lot of people. I'd love to do co-host a, co- a podcast with you. Just tell me anytime you can come, I'll be in. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> let's cut this. <laughs> we out. <laughs> <laughs>